2: Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what are you waiting for? Podcast Stardom is within your reach. Do you read Stephen King? Good news. There's a club for you. The Losers Club. Every Friday, us losers journey through the never-ending wastelands of King's Dominion. We sink our teeth into each of King's novels, dive deep into the lore, and review every adaptation. Even better, we're always having guests over. Thomas Jane, Will Wheaton, Mary Lambert, Mick Garris, the list goes on. So what are you waiting for? Join us as we read on through long days and pleasant nights. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence of Sound and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks so much for making your way here, checking out this episode. Uh, Hopefully you dig it enough to uh, hit the subscribe button. I put out three new interviews every single week, a brand new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it's a great way to keep up with all of your favorite artists. Discover some new ones. Know what's happening in the music world. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, or YouTube for the video versions. Just subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. That's me. I'm Kyle Meredith. Today I'm going to be talking with Dea. She is back. She's She's rele- been releasing some new music over the past few months. Her latest single with Bad Girl has been getting just some great acclaim out there. So she and I are not only going to be talking about her new music, but what she's been up to in the past few years. In fact, it's been a time that finds her uh, experiencing personal and artistic uh, rebirth, really. So we're going to be getting into the backstory of that, uh, finding her voice and sound, and she'll tell us about her love of lyrics. In fact, uh, this new set really finds her singing about um, things in her personal life, including her own sexuality. She'll tell us about injecting her love of all things David Lynch, and crossing genres and eras to make a bit of a a darker, weird side of pop music. So let's get into this. It's Kyle Meredith with Daya.
1: Hi, I'm so good, how are you? Thanks for having me.
2: Oh, it's so good to see you on here. So first off, congratulations. Uh, I have been loving the new single with, uh, with oh, Bad Girl and what you're doing, you. but this whole thing, like we're talking about basically an artistic rebirth here, right?
1: Essentially, yeah, yeah. I would say I would say so. I think it was more of like a personal rebirth that translates automatically to my art and my music. So, yeah, I guess you could say it's an art artistic rebirth.
2: So, so what has the last few years been like for you? Because, again, you found success very early um, and then you found even bigger success very quickly after that. And then there was a bit of a quiet period as far as we were concerned, but not exactly in your life.
1: Yeah, no, I think um, for me, after all of that happened when I was super young, I think it was really the most important thing for me was to make sure I was like well mentally and personally and um, kind of take time to just get to know myself more because um I was so young when I started and I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, as I feel like most people don't when they're 16 or 17 and um, just live like those developmental years and those formative years as a human and um, experience relationships, friendships, like love relationships, fall you know, um, fall in love and fall out of love and all everything in between. Like I feel like I just really wanted to kind of have those experiences, not only for myself personally, but also for my career and my writing. And um, and yeah, just just make sure that I I know exactly what I want to say as an artist. And um, I think that I I would never give those years back. I mean, I was I was still releasing music and it was still. Um, so touring and everything, but I just, I I wanted to take a step back from like the crazy, crazy side of it for a second.
2: Yeah. So so was that like an absolute decision? Like, was there a marker in the sand moment that you remember?
1: I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think, um, I think after the Grammys, everything was escalating really quickly. It was just kind of, and it's, it's fun. It's all just like the most fun ride. And there's so many people constantly, um, you know asking you what you like it's just you at your you know whatever it's really fun and it's a really fun ride and there there were so many great things about it and um it was but it was also like a a pressure valve and it felt like there there was a lot going on and that was you know pressure is a privilege and as as you get more farther into that world you're going to experience more of that so yeah I think for me it was just I don't know that there was one moment where I I felt it, but I think it was just like a gut feeling um, that I had to follow. I
2: mean, we've heard that story so many times. It's, you know, getting, when you find fame when you're that young, I mean, I can't imagine having to go through that kind of, I'll use the word pressure. I can't, you know, 16, 17, as you're saying, you're trying to figure out who you are. You're trying to figure out your voice. And we do see a lot of artists, the ones who go through that, they have to do that in real time in public as, as the phrase goes warts and all
1: yeah yeah exactly and i not only that yeah there were so there's so many parts of that that make me that time that make me cringe now um but also i just knew that i didn't want other people to speak for me or to write my songs for me or to kind of dictate my artist projects for me and i knew that i didn't know exactly what it is that i wanted either so i i just i i think the combination of those two i just definitely just felt that i needed to take time to myself
2: and the finding your sound thing you know we all the the stuff we like usually at one point in our lives especially in our teen years very quickly a lot of that will shun and throw in the back and be like oh no i didn't did that have anything to play you know you talk about not wanting to write with other people and and just figuring out what you wanted to say, was that also part of it? Because, you know, what you like changes very quickly.
1: Yeah, I mean, even today, like seeing the consumption rate of every, like every team teen, teen, I feel like, and every like young person still, I guess I'm still kind of included in that, is just like, it's so fast. And TikTok like makes it go faster. And I feel like no one has, like I don't have an attention span at all. Um, So I feel like definitely, like, then, as a teen, I feel like you're always kind of in that space where you're just, like, trying to find something cooler and something better and something whatever all the time. So, yeah, I definitely was um, was constantly trying to evolve my sounds. And I feel like that led to me just not knowing exactly what I wanted it to be because I just kept chasing, like, the better thing and the cooler thing. And so, yeah, that was... That was kind of where that started.
2: So when did you know it was time to begin again? Like when did that confidence return with direction?
1: I felt really good um like late last year I signed my deal my new deal with Jay Cash who's a writer executive producer and he's I've written with him and worked with him for years now and he just started his own label and he hit me up about it and um we were in conversation for a few months and I just felt like it was the absolute like the best possible scenario for me in terms of creative freedom and um autonomy and just like having that control um visually and, and sound wise and everything and he's just he's built up the best team and everyone's been so amazing and um they're so like it's definitely it's a smaller team and it's definitely um but that's that's kind of what it came from with um I, it's, it's really pretty. Like I was in D 9 And I just, I, I think I just prefer that small team feel, but everyone's really excited about it. Everyone's super putting a lot into it, um, really dedicated. And that's what this has been for me. It's been amazing. And they've been so supportive of me kind of taking more risks visually and um, sonically and everything. They've just been super supportive. So yeah, that's when I felt like I was surrounded by the right people. I knew what I wanted and I knew what it, yeah, I knew every what it was I wanted to sound like and look like and everything.
2: So, so I mean, you asked that, what you wanted to sound like. What What is that? Like, when I first hear Bad Girl, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is, musically, what a great night driving sound, you know? Like, that's yeah. the car, that's the windows down, that's the warm air coming through, and that's the stars in the sky <laughs> that... Cool. you know almost like an 80s kind of feel to it but mm-hmm. so what were you looking for musically what what direction did you hit on
1: yeah well i think it's still it's still i think it's still like pretty uh, expansive like expansive in terms of what i want to cover musically i think i still like am interested in several different genres and if you look through my playlist on spotify and everything like you'll see that it's just like different artists from like 70s 80s 90s now to like rock to hip hop to pop. Yeah, everything in between. So I think it's a bit more dark in general. I think um it's definitely I love eighties, so I I love 80s music. So I feel like it's it's definitely kind of in that realm of like dance pop, um eighties dance pop. Um some of it is and then some of it's more like acoustic, stripped down um more like rock leaning to yeah it's a bit of it's a bit of a mixed bag still but it's it's all stuff that i'm really genuinely interested in i love listening to so yeah. yeah
2: do you find it's important um when you're kind of jumping around genres like that to find that connecting sound that sort of like i i guess what i'm thinking about is like albums you know yeah you, collection of songs is great, but do you find it's important to figure out how to make it into an album?
1: Yeah, well, to me, that comes conceptually and lyrically. And I think that, that that's what I love doing the most. I think lyrics are my favorite part. And um, I think just telling stories and kind of connecting the dots that way and having it be this evolution of character and of my, like, reflecting my own revolution um, and growth over the, the past couple of years, Um i think that that's what ties it together like my first single first time was all about rebirth and my reintroduction as an artist um to the space and then bad girl is is kind of continuing on the same wavelength but with my sexuality and kind of the discovery of that and introducing myself to that world um so it's it all plays off of each other and um there it definitely feels like there is a through line and there is connectivity going through all of it yeah
2: when writing about your sexuality was that um was that difficult uh being a new thing is there a high wire to walk when when writing about a subject like that
1: I didn't really think so I felt like it was just something that I had been wanting to say and it felt really reflective of where I was at at the time um and I think I don't know I did Like maybe a few years ago it would have tripped me up, but I feel like now I'm just, I'm trying to be the most expressive and honest that I can be through my music. And I think that that's what people will hopefully connect to the most and not trying to hold anything back. Yeah.
2: It doesn't sound like you have a problem, like, like I don't know how much co-writing did go on on a song like this. I think I remember there being like multiple writers. I don't know if that's lyrical or what, but, but like. That kind of discussion going into a song because you're taking something that's so personal, and in a sense, you're having to share it a little bit with a collaborator. Like, what's that like?
1: Yeah, well, luckily, I've worked with everyone that was on that, um, like at least once before. I'm Goldstein, and I have worked once. Um, Pollock wrote on one of my songs, Insomnia, that I released a few years ago, Sigma J. Cash. Um, Madison Love, I've worked with before. So everyone I, I knew and I felt comfortable with to the point of sharing that. If I were working with maybe like all new people, it probably wouldn't have been the same situation. but um, but they were all really cool with it and really um excited about it. And I feel like it wasn't something that was even like this like big um, emotional moment for me. It was just like, I want to write about this. And it feels like, something that I want out in the world, something that I want to say, something that I want other people to hear. And yeah, and I don't, I don't think that I want to filter myself in any way, just because I'm scared of what other people are going to say about it.
2: I love the representation, of course, when the video too, you know, I wrote down the words David Lynch, I think before I'd read somewhere that you sort of had that a little bit in mind. And I guess this goes along with your darker Uh, persona and and mood that you were talking about. But are you an actual David Lynch fan? Do you?
1: I love David Lynch. I really do. Um, I think my love for him started with Twin Peaks a few years ago. And then I watched Blue Velvet and Mulholland Drive. um, And I just completely fell in love with his whole style. I think it's so unique. I think it's so like weird and quirky and mysterious. And yeah, we just, we felt like we wanted to, my girlfriend directed the video and she loves him too. And we felt like we, this song definitely lends you, uh, leads you to this like mysterious kind of like ambiguous place that's like kind of exists, but doesn't exist, it exists in a dream. And that's what we wanted the bar to, to look like. And so I, you see me at the beginning of the video walking in the middle of nowhere in this desert kind of mountain, landscape which was just outside of LA and then you see me appear in this bar and completely different outfit completely like we tried to get across that it was like this subconscious kind of thing and it just explores like me going through that process in my subconscious of like recognizing my sexuality dealing with it and then emerging at the end as this like fully confident realized person um when I come out in my dress and my heels and perform um the whole thing basically on that runway so yeah we wanted we wanted to kind of take his like his little like quirkiness and his characters and his weird kind of like the velvet curtains and the velvet booths and um that kind of like seductiveness and mysteriousness and turn it into something that was really meaningful to me too so
2: I think the idea of a persona, I love the idea of persona in in musicians when musicians take that and kind of make art out of it. You know, um, I think we lack a little bit of that sometimes these days. And so when an artist kind of goes that extra mile on that stuff and plus, I think it's a good time to put a little weird back into pop like I'm not trying to project anything here. But like that's the greatest stuff to me like the greatest pop songs of all time have had a little bit of something You know off on it, whether it's dark or something like that Yeah, are is this gonna continue? I mean is this type of of persona? I guess gonna push through with the rest of the record.
1: I could definitely be a vessel for weird pop I feel like I could (laughs) I volunteer myself as tribute I think I think yeah, I I definitely gravitate towards those visuals those darker kind of more ambiguous visuals and i think that yeah i think i just want to push not in a way that's like pretentious or anything but i think that it's just like interesting to me to kind of push boundaries in that way and um and just see what happens so yeah there will probably be a lot a lot more of that going forward uh, a lot more weirdness
2: <laughs> what do, uh, i'll wrap up with this one what does the um where does the story go from here on the record? You know, we, we, we've got First Time and Bad Girl now. What, what is more of the story that you do plan on telling?
1: Basically, everything else that's been going on in, in my personal life. Um, there's uh, it deals with self-isolation, um, depress- some depression, some more, you know, darker, deeper topics. Um, and then some really like lighthearted kind of happier songs along the lines of first time and bad girl i talk about love and my relationship my new relationship and everything so yeah i think i think it spans pretty much this year has been so crazy for everyone but um mentally just like so so many ups and downs so i think i definitely wanted to capture not just my best days but you know yeah everything in between my worst days so
2: well i'm interested, really interested to see how you're reflecting all this because uh like i said the direction you're going so uh, so far is uh is really cool to kind of watch so thanks con- congratulations on this uh you know i guess the official welcome back that everyone's throwing you it's great to hear uh, you're doing what you're doing. And uh, and thanks for taking the time to talk about Thank
1: it. Thank you too. so much. Yeah, it was great to talk to you too.
2: Take care. And hopefully we'll see you around at some point.
1: Hopefully soon. Yes. I would love to stop by Kentucky.
2: All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so Bye.
1: much. Yeah. Talk soon. Bye.
2: And my thanks to uh Dea- And my thanks to you for checking out this episode. Uh, Please do hit that subscribe button before you get out of here so you can keep up with all of the interviews that I put out every single week. Brand new ones every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to keep you up to date on everything that's happening in the music world, what your favorite artists are up to, and give you a chance to discover some new ones too. iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, and once again, YouTube. You can find the video version of this as well. Then after that... Head over to wfpk.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, an hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. Again, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at wfpk.org consequence of sound has your music and film news you can also find me on the social media spots instagram twitter and facebook all three of them at kyle meredith uh, at tiktok at kyle meredith 81 Uh, please like follow along make sure to say hi when you do i'm kyle meredith that does it for another edition i'll see you next time
0: Consequence Podcast Network.
1: I honestly haven't gone out of my house for like a month, so I don't know.
0: (laughs) It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media.